Honey Hush is a podcast by a Southern businesswoman who knows a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees. Every week, Elizabeth will discuss up-and-coming and established leaders alike how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you're a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush will teach you that the sweeter the honey, the more bees you'll attract. Community is always more fun than competition. All right, guys, so today is day 29. It is not day 28. That was yesterday, and an episode did not go live. So here I am at the finish line, and I let myself get overwhelmed with many other good things throughout the weekend, and I never got around to recording. I want to say that it was sort of inevitable, but then that's sort of a negative mindset, and you know, it's just, I'm going to just kind of let it be okay. Because between executing my husband's guy weekend birthday party, helping with the youth event at our church, hosting a business brunch in my house, then that same night hosting my family for January birthdays. Yeah, I just decided to choose my sanity. And I said that this topic that I want to talk about can wait an extra day. And I'm going to choose to pull on the silver lining a bit because quite honestly, I'm not a fan of being that busy because I also left out the fact that we hosted our small group last night. So I'm aggravated with myself that I got this far on my goal and I did not organize my thoughts or my weekend or my day, whatever. I just didn't organize it effectively right here at the end. But the silver lining is that yesterday in our church service, the guy speaking mentioned something about our speech. He brought to attention that people typically talk about what they love. Grandparents talk about their grandchildren. Fitness fanatics talk about macros. Business people talk about financial topics. Teachers talk about summer break. (laughs) I talk about food. But in all seriousness, it has become increasingly important to consider what we speak about out loud. Our words have a significant impact on those around us, and they can also shape our own thoughts and our own beliefs. So why is it so essential, though, to be mindful of what we say and even how we say it? Well, let's first consider the impact of our words on other people. We've all experienced the power of hurtful or negative language, whether it's directed at us or we witness it being used against someone else. Words can cause pain, shame, and even trauma. On the other hand, kind and supportive language can lift people up, inspire them, and create a sense of belonging. And what's interesting is both the good and the bad can come out of the same mouth from the same person. I mean, I have done that. You have done that. And we can choose to either hurt or help others with our words. But it's essential to remember as we are thinking and speaking. I know there have been times in my life where I have had an internal struggle with something, like I've already had the thought. And then when it's said out loud by someone else, it sort of solidifies in my head as if that negative trait is somehow associated with my identity. I was already feeling deficient in an area, and then now because someone said it out loud, it must be true. Like, I am too much. And I need to shrink in order to, in order to make other people feel comfortable. Whereas if I'm having that same negative internal dialogue and instead someone comes alongside of me and speaks support of that same exact behavior, telling me how it actually inspires them, causing me to appreciate the way that the Lord made me. 
that actually I'm just enough for those that need what I have to offer as a unique individual made in the image of God. Same thought secretly going on in my mind, but two completely different versions spoken out loud by someone else that create two very different outcomes. But it's not just how our words affect others. It's also about how it affects us. The words that we say to ourselves, the words we choose to use can shape our own thoughts and beliefs. And if we're constantly using negative language, we'll start to see the world in a negative light. On the other hand, if we use positive and encouraging language with ourselves, we'll start to see and feel more optimistic and hopeful. It's literally a self-fulfilling prophecy either way. The more we speak positively to ourselves, the more positive our life become. You literally become what you focus on. You are in charge of whether you have a growth mindset based on what is possible or a poverty mindset based on what you perceive you're limited by. So here's a simple test. How do you speak to yourself in the mirror? I tell my girls all the time when they're upset about something, like maybe the way their hair looks or whatever it is, I just remind them that they are the creation. They are not the creator. If God had wanted them to be any other way, he very easily could have done so. But he chose their skin color, height, their skeletal frame, even their metabolism and everything else right down to the very core and fiber of the DNA. When you speak to yourself ugly, you are insulting the one who very purposefully made you. Now, that does not give anyone permission to just merely exist and let nature take its course. Heck no. Even vehicles have a user's manual. So does your physical body. But you can make the conscious awareness switch to appreciate all the wonderful things you and all your DNA accomplish each day. And you won't have time to talk down to yourself. And most of the time, when you make this conscious choice in your mind about yourself, watch how all the other negative comments about others and the world disappear as well. Most people that struggle with a negative and poverty mindset need to develop some self-love first. Negative comments said out loud most often are the overflow of an insecure heart. The good news is, though, if that's where you find yourself, You are not stuck there. So what can we do to ensure that we're speaking mindfully? Like, what can we do? How can we make that switch? First, we can become aware of the language we use and how it affects others. So that's what we're doing right now. We're becoming aware and going, oh, yeah, thanks for the reminder. (laughs) You know, listen to yourself. Listen to what and how you say things. If it wasn't you who just said those things, what would you be thinking about it? We can choose to use kind and supportive language and avoid using negative or hurtful words. And I say this from a place of sincerity, not from a place of just avoiding conflict. Honestly, you know, honestly find some things that are genuinely praiseworthy and say those things out loud. Second, We can practice self-reflection and become aware of our words and how they shape our own thoughts and beliefs. This is where you start with yourself. If you're the person always saying negative comments about yourself and others, or maybe you're the person that just sets a negative tone in general, consider talking with a professional therapist. This might be a really great idea for you because you want to get to the root of that and choke it out. 
we can make a conscious effort to surround ourselves with other positive people and positive environments because negativity isn't going to be tolerated there. By doing so, we're more likely to speak positively about ourselves as well. So set yourself up for success. What we speak out loud matters. And what do you want to be known for? Just like the grandparents who clearly are proud to talk about their grandchild at any time you're in their presence, what are you proud to talk about? Are you leaving people inspired or deflated? Our words have the power to hurt or help not only ourselves but others because our words spoken out loud shape our thoughts and beliefs. And by becoming more mindful of the language that we use, we can create a more positive and supportive world for ourselves and our friends and family. Don't believe me? Let's do this together over the next 48 hours. Let's take an audit of what comes out of our mouths for the next 48 hours. Because look, you can trick anybody for a day because you know like I'm going to be mindful. You can trick anybody for 24 hours. But let's go for two. Let's go for two days, 48 hours because it gets exhausting if it's not really you. I want you to literally document in your notes or a journal somewhere what trends you notice. Even if you have the capacity to maybe stop yourself, which that's a thing. Everything you think doesn't need to come out of your mouth. So even if you notice that trend, you're like, oh, I've had this negative thought or this negative energy. Document it. Because I want you to kind of realize, like, are you an overly critical person or are you really strong in this and you actually are an overly encouraging person? Do you point out what is wrong or what is right? What is the resounding self-talk going on throughout the day in your mind? Again, I'm not saying be Pollyanna and, you know, finding all the glitter and every butterfly that floats by. But I am saying let's be a people of support, encouragement, and love on purpose because that is what we were all created for to begin with. That's in everyone's DNA, and it's a universal language we all understand.